Good morning. It's time for Two Guys on Sports. I'm Larry Hazel. I'm Dick Olson. Good morning, Larry. Before we went on, I said there's no shortage of uh, yeah. information where, this week. Where do you start? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to start just, we'll get into it later, but I just want to congratulate uh, both the Nilsville baseball and uh, softball teams for conference Absolutely, champs. yeah. That doesn't happen too often where they no. both win uh, conference championships. The boys outright with a win over Spencer uh, last week, uh, Friday. And then the girls, of course, sharing it with a Columbus Catholic. But uh, very good seasons for both of them. So, yeah. And then uh, earlier in the week, uh, the track and field uh, individuals went on to uh, Luther for a regional. And yeah. uh, some guys and gals yeah. heading off to sectionals. Yeah, speaking of another conference champ, the boys team. Right, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, there's a triplicate there for the spring season already. So, But anyway, yeah, down at Luther... Uh, uh, Warriors come in fourth, pretty good uh, for the boys. Boys down yeah. there. I did not see uh, the girls. I didn't see they finished third. Third, okay. Yeah. Good performance by yeah. the girls down there, but uh, some good, you know, a lot of good performances for the Warriors. Uh, Cameron Kennedy really coming on late in the season here, Larry, uh, advancing with second in the hundred meters and second in the long jump. Uh, Brody Bergman third in the two hundred. Um, Ashton Schultz been great all season in the hurdles, first in the one ten. Uh, third in the 300 meters. And then Landon Comer, we don't talk a lot about no. him, but he's been right on uh, Ashton's heels all season in both hurdle events, and he's advancing in both uh, second in the 110 meter and fourth in the 300 meters. So. Yeah, and Ashton uh, apparently in the high jump, you know, looking yeah. for that, but yeah. apparently he set his bar a little high right. and he couldn't reach the height. Right, so. yeah. And the winner down there, Larry, was 6'2". So, okay. So it was... It's it it been a, interesting to see how he came out down there. Yeah, it was six two first and six foot second, so pretty respectable yeah. jumps down there. And I one kid I want to mention, Larry, and this has nothing to do with the area, but Sam Crenshaw from Bangor won the pole vault with a leap of fifteen feet. Whoa, that is tremendous for a regional. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and and D three too. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how this young man does down the line. Well, so, I don't see anybody beating no, that in Division Three. I, I haven't seen. I haven't heard that uh, high a jump in the state this year. Right, so. any division. Yeah, right. Wow, so, fifteen yeah, feet. Yeah, so, uh, one other gentleman in the boys, uh, Alex Gardner from Granton. Haven't heard a lot about Alex this year, but he finished third in four hundred meters down there, so he will advance to the sectionals also. Yeah, so. the top four in each event yep. advance on to the uh, sectionals, which are later on today, yeah. and uh, those individuals from Nielsville and. Uh, Granton or at yeah. Lancaster. Yeah, that's a, a short that's drive. A haul. <laughs> I said that. I said that's pretty interesting. Niels was going to Lancaster. A lot of teens went to the Stratford Regional. They're going to Marathon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just down the road. Interesting. Uh, we mentioned the girls. Uh, a lot of the all, three of the relay teams are going. You know, their relay teams have been strong all season. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know they get caught up uh, at conference with Loyal and Colby. Colby, right. They shine good down here, you know, second in the 4 by 100 uh, second in the 4 by 200 and third in the 4 by 800 So all three of those relay teams. Uh, Gracie Shangarth, who's really gotten better and better as the season has went on, third in the 100-meter hurdles. And then Gabby uh, Kuhn, first in the pole vault down there with a leap of 9 feet. Very respectable yes. there. And then Ava Miller coming on strong too this season, Larry. First in the triple jump and fourth in the long jump. And then Addison Moan from Nielsville, also third in the triple jump. So very good there. And then uh, uh, Lizzie Reinhardt from Granton advances with a second in the high jump. So yeah. good for her, so, too. So a uh, number of individuals uh, from yeah. this immediate area heading yeah. off to sectionals. Again, they're later today at Lancaster. Yeah. And uh, 
I forgot to see what the uh, finishing is in the sectional, but I know it's yeah. not the top four. Yeah, I believe it's the top two. Okay. And then don't they take some times? They do. At the some highest way. times. Right. Yeah. Yep. Out of all so, the uh, yep. sectionals. You bet. So. Uh, all right, that's uh, in Division Three. Also in Division Three, we mentioned the Stratford Regional. Right. Uh, and Loyal, the girls finished second, second there. Second to a mar- good marathon team and a lot of balance there for Loyal. Uh, Alyssa Zovlina, first in the high jump. Uh, Sheila Tellock, uh, first in the pole vault, 10 feet there. Uh, Olivia Nikolai, her teammate, was third in the pole vault. Uh, Addison Wolf, and we talk a lot about Addison, a freshman, but third in the high jump, second in the 200-meter run. And then she was part of uh, both the Loyals' first place winning on the 4x200 and the 4x100 relays. So. And they also have Autumn Zovalina in the high jump, Shalisa Buchanan in the, Buchanan in the third in the shot put, Aubrey Robida second in the 100-meter dash, and Leah Shear third in the 200-meter dash. So pretty good representation for Loyal going uh, onward in the girls' sectional. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, again, they finished second as a team there and. Yeah. Uh, you look at some of the other, uh, Cal Burkhauser from yeah. Columbus Catholic yeah. advancing in the 400-meter dash. Yeah, and also the 800, he finished third there. So And uh, the Shears, Shears, they're advancing. Ooh. Yep. The yep. 1600. And the 3200, both yep. of them, Isaac and Andrew. Andrew, yeah. And then uh, Connor Gennerman, he took fourth in the 1600 and first in the 800 from Loyal. Uh, Bryce Deegan, just a freshman from Loyal, third in the 400-meter relay. Um, Spencer... Uh, very couple of very good relay teams there too. There, there they were second in the four by two hundred, first in the four by one hundred, and they have also have Kyle Neiman. Kyle was second in the one ten hurdles, and then uh, uh, Brecken Miller third in the one ten hurdles and third in the pole vault. So, very good representation from all those teams. So, and again, those uh, individuals will be at marathon for yep. that uh, sectional mm-hmm. later on today. Yep. Uh, Marshfield, uh, they had a number of. Mm-hmm. Uh, individuals as well, and all four of the relay teams, Marshfield yeah. girls advancing on, as yes. they won that uh, D- or that Marshfield regional yeah. uh, earlier this week. DC Everest is where they go for their sectional yep. later yep. today. Mm-hmm. But uh, there you go, individuals heading off to uh, sectional yeah. wrestling yeah. or uh, sectional uh, track and field, and that's all today. And then uh, I believe uh, a week from this weekend is their state tournament yep. at lacrosse. Yep, so, yep. So. It'll be next uh, later yep. next week. So hopefully we got lots of state qualifiers to talk about next week. So. You bet. All right, uh, and boys golf. How about the Dealsville golf team? You know, regional I, champs. I looked at that regional before. Uh, I guess this last weekend there. I, said, I think Dealsville's got a shot here. You know, because they golf so well in the conference tournament, and they did not let us down. And, no. Uh, Three ninety nine winning by five stro- strokes over Kadat. So. Oliva Strum third, Osseo Fairchild fourth, and Mondovi uh, fifth. But Tucker Johnson, the medalist, went an 80, and he was nine strokes ahead of the nearest competitor. Yeah, that don't usually happen <laughs> no, in the regional. No, not regional. Not that far ahead. Um, the guy behind him, Dominic Ellis from Oliva Strum, went an 89. He's also a sophomore. Okay. So watch those two guys yeah. coming down the line. But uh, uh, Jonah Zarnicki from Nilsville tied for fourth there. He went a 92. And then Isaac Berger, uh, 11th, at a 103. So... Pretty good balance for the Warriors, and so. and you know it's it's funny to see Osseo Fairchild not up there. You know, Normally, I said I thought always... about that. Boy, they dominated both boys and girls golf for years, for years over there. Nobody touched them, and now you don't hear a lot about them. You know, it, it seems like you know, uh, when you talk about golf, you talk about the co-op and from the Chippewa Eau Claire, and then also Bloomer. Right. So, yeah. So yeah. So uh, the top four teams and top four individuals who are not on mm-hmm. those first four teams advance on to uh, sectionals next week 
So uh, Carter Tiemann of Thorpe and Quinn Haddlestead of Owen with you yeah. also advance. Okay. And the sectional is going to be at uh, Whispering Pines in Kadat. Yeah. That's got to be, a, you know, not hurt the Warriors at all either. No. You know? They've golfed there a few times. Right. Granted, uh, Kadat is a second place team. Yeah. So <laughs> they'll, they'll Obviously, be they have too. Course, but you got to like the Warriors' chances going up there, maybe advancing a couple of guys. So, so. And you look at these uh, four teams out of that regional. Yeah. And. Uh, they all have really nice courses. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and that's what it takes. Yeah, and, right. And, and obviously Mondovi does too, the fifth place team. Sure. So, you know, but uh, yeah, and that's what it takes. Yeah. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. And even in this time of the year where it's hard to get out on the course, but just to have these kids be able to play golf, what is it, eight, eight nine months a year, that makes that's going to make their game that much stronger. Mm-hmm. So, And then we talked about McDonald Catholic Regis, that yeah. uh, co-op. Uh, they won the Arcadia Regional. Yep. Bloomer was second, but uh, Andrew Bauer, McDonnell, uh, Regis, 71 as the individual medalist. Oh, my medalist. goodness. That kid is just, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't have seen very few rounds this year where he has not shot above par. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, we've seen 66s and 68s from this kid. That is tremendous. Yeah, so. and in fact, uh, McDonnell, Regis, I think they had like the top, uh, like three and or the three golfers in the top five. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, so yeah, and Bloomer was all, a lot of golfers up there too. Yeah, and so so your extra finishers are going to come from way down. Yeah, yeah, you, you, they, because it's what is it the top five kids from schools that aren't advancing that go on also. Yeah, and, and you know we, we talked about Bloomer last week because they've got five kids who are just about equal. Yeah, and they were almost equal there. They had three guys that were <laughs> right around the same score again. <laughs> Uh, Isaac Brenner of Stanley Boyd mm-hmm. and Wyatt Madvik and Chris Muir of Black River Falls okay. advance out of there as individuals. Yeah. And again, that's... a lot of areas with golf courses yep. again. So. <laughs> Lake Wissota is where they're going to do the section. Nice, nice Never course been there. there. I've been there. Yeah, it okay. is a nice course. and So, yeah, they'll be, they'll be just a, a, a long, long shot away from Whispering Pines, really. There. Yeah, right, <laughs> just, down the, just down Highway 29. Just down the road. So. Uh, Columbus Catholic Spencer finished sixth of the team at Amherst, but mm-hmm. Charlie Moore... Uh, finished fourth, and he advances as a, an individual yeah. to Wrightstown. Char- Charlie had a very good season for Columbus, mm-hmm. too. A very good golfer also. So, And then at Rhinelander, uh, Marshfield, in Division One, finished fourth. They advance on. They got a long way to go. River Edge is where they're going to have <laughs> yeah. the sectional. Isn't that so? <laughs> <laughs> you go up there for your regional, and then you, get, uh, you can sleep in. and yep. go up, yeah, uh, probably, I don't know if it's their home course, but uh, it's... Yeah, I'm not sure it, where exactly they are. I, I would imagine they probably split time between okay. the two, I would think. Yeah, so. yeah. But, uh, All right, so uh, sectionals for golf <laughs> coming up uh, next, next week. week. Tuesday, Monday, and Tuesday or Wednesday. Tuesday yep. and Wednesday. So. Yep. All right. Um, then we got girls softball, and what a game it was you uh, know, the I, other night. I, I listened three. to that on the radio, and wow, I said, what, what a comeback. You know, I, I mean, said, the start of that game, it sounded like it was going to be a, uh, maybe yeah, a three-inning yeah, game. Yeah, this Brenner girl from Stanley Boyd is a tremendous ball player. Yeah, and it sounded like she hit home runs where few people hit them. Well, I don't know. You know, I've been doing games up there, and yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a home run hit over that scoreboard. Yeah, I and it went over the scoreboard. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen twelve of you guys do it with a baseball. Yeah, maybe a baseball. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. I I can't remember. You know, ever seeing a girl hitting uh, that ball over the scoreboard. And yeah, that, that's tremendous. Yeah, there. and she did it twice. Yeah, pretty close. almost the same spot. Yeah, so twice. But, yeah, they went up uh, six nothing and. But give Nilzo credit, yeah. you know, and, and of course, you know, one thing about Nilzo, you have a lot of senior leadership, and I'm sure they never got down on themselves, and they, hey, we got four innings to scratch back, and that's what they did. They didn't try to get it all back in one inning. Yeah. Couple here, couple here, and 
came in that last inning uh, down by a run and and took over and uh, Sidney Subke gets the game winning hit. So. Yeah, it's the uh, game winner. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Bottom of the seventh, so Nielsville advances on, and they will go to Baldwin Woodville tar- yep. today. Today, today yeah. later, later today. today. So, yeah, so that'll be a um, that'll be a four against a one. So we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. So, like I said, you know, you can't worry about that seating number. You just got to go in and play your game, yeah. catch the ball, and right. hit the. You know, if you keep down on the errors and the mental mistakes, you'll be in any game because uh, Delaney Rochester is a nice pitcher. She's not going to walk a lot of batters. They keep down on the errors. They should score some runs. You got a chance. Yeah, so. and that's what happened to Stanley Boyd in yeah. those last four innings. They a lot of errors. A lot of errors. And, yeah. You know, so that makes all the difference in the world. The extra outs. Yeah, right. The extra outs. Yep, so. that's so. exactly right. Uh, one other uh, matchup that's going to be coming up is uh, Osseo Fairchild is playing. Uh, oh, who are they playing now? It's a six against a seven. Okay. In a regional final. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee you they didn't think that was going to happen. But, you know, I'll tell you, that says something, you know, about the Western Clover Belt, Larry. These yeah. teams are, you know, and I, I was a little leery about this matchup with I Mills was also. Yeah. Um, those teams, you know, Stanley Boyd come out of that fourth uh, fourth this year, and Osseo Fairchild was fifth. But you look at uh, the teams above them, uh, <laughs> McDonald and Bloomer and uh, Fall Creek. And Fall Creek. The, these teams are battle-tested. Oh, yeah. they, they've seen – the best, and, and they're not going to be afraid of anybody. So No, so. and uh, Fall Creek, uh, Bloomer, yeah. McDonald Central, all moving on you bet. Uh, mm-hmm. to the next level. And, yeah. again, it's regional finals later on today. Hey. And uh, let's see, we got uh, – there it is. Osseo Fairchild at Cochrane Fountain City. Okay. <laughs> Six against a seven okay. for the regional final. All right, so – and uh, let's see, McDonald Central hosts Eau Claire Emanuel Lutheran. Okay. I'm not sure what Eau Claire Emanuel Lutheran, but they knocked off Gilman. So. They knocked off Gilman, and Gilman was not, not a bad ball club. And, no. You know, Emanuel Lutheran's kind of a sleeper in that area over there. Not, yeah. you know, you, people talk about Regis and Memorial and North and the two Chippewa schools, but uh, Emanuel Lutheran has been very competitive down that Dairyland Conference in all in all yeah, sports. All sports, all, right. all sports yeah. So, yeah. So. Kind of flying under the radar you a little bet. bit. Uh, Boysville is at Fall Creek. Of course, yeah. Fall Creek, uh, one of the top-rated teams in the yeah. state, along with Blair Taylor, who has yeah. Luther yeah. Uh, yeah. later today. And Blair Taylor knocked off uh, Loyal Greenwood, fifteen yeah. to nothing. So, I'm thinking uh, Blair Taylor is a pretty good ball club, also. And you look at the, you know the athletes they put out there for basketball. You'd assume a lot of those girls oh, are sure. playing yeah. softball too. Yep. So, yep. All right. So uh, regional finals coming up later today. Uh, they advance to sectionals next week, week and that'll be. Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Thursday. Yep. Okay. And then baseball. The yeah, uh, tournament gets off, underway. Starting off today. So Later yeah. today, and Nielsville will host Augusta. Uh, the Augusta Beavers coming to town to play the Warriors. So that'll be interesting, too. You know, it's Six against an 11. 11. You know, I, don't, I haven't followed the Dairyland much no. this year, Larry, to know. But for years, Augusta's played pretty good baseball over there. So okay. we'll see what happens. So, but... Uh, uh, Warriors need a little pick me up. Boy, they took it, got it, took it on the chin pretty good from Stratford. Yeah, on Monday night. You so. know, we talked about how well they've been. They were hitting uh, yeah. through the midseason, and then all of a sudden now they've hit a slump yeah. as far as hitting. It seems like they're getting having a lot of problems with off-speed pitches. Yeah, they really are. And a lot of these guys are are not sitting back and be, they're lunging at the ball. And of course, what happens when you lunge? You either swing and miss, or else you're popping balls up. Or hitting little ground balls to the pitcher and to the first baseman, and that's whatever. That's what they're doing, and that's what they're doing. So, yeah. 
So they got to kind of get back and get back to know what they're doing. So, but uh, yeah, Stratford held them to two hits. Yeah. You know, so that's and then Stratford turns around and loses uh, to Rhinelander. Yeah. Right. The yeah. next night. Yeah. So. But, so uh, uh, some of those uh, quarterfinal matchups uh, tonight: uh, Greenwood is at Columbus Catholic. Loyal is at uh, Pepin Alma. Yeah, wow. I heard about that one this weekend from my family. That's a long <laughs> yeah. ways ago. Like, yeah, who did you guys get in the tournament? And he told, I started laughing. I said, I said that sounds like a sectional matchup. Yeah, <laughs> gee. But uh, yeah, they're traveling. So that's a long way to go. Oh boy, yeah, that's right to the river. Yeah, so, yeah. Yep. I was yeah. there for football one yeah, year. That's so, quite a trip. Uh, quite a haul. Cadat uh, is at Stratford tonight. Uh, Colfax is at Spencer. Uh, by the way, the Nielsville winner will be at Mondovi because Mondovi got a bye, so okay. they did not yeah, play. Yeah. And that game will be Tuesday. That will be Tuesday. Yeah, yeah the girl, the boys' uh, regionals are Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, yep. yep. For the regional yep. semifinal Tuesday, and final. So. All right, so that's coming up later today. You can hear that game live, uh, 92.7 yeah. WPKG, today starting at 5 o'clock for that baseball game. Should be game. a good one. Yeah. Should be a good one. Another so. team that's got a, quite of a, a little bit of a haul is uh, Bloomer in Division Two at Ashland. Yeah. You know, I guess that doesn't surprise me too much. D2 is always a little different. You know, you got your D1s and then your D3s and 4s. It seems like the D2s are always more spread out. Seems like it, yeah. You know, and, and it's that way and in and, and basketball, too. Yeah. You know, and like right. that, too. It seems like that's where you get the weirdest matchups. So. Yeah, Black River Falls Fall Creek is at Abbotsford Colby. Yeah. Okay. So another one that's... Yeah. The old co-op matchup there. A little travel, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be interesting to see if they keep co-oping because Fall Creek, I know there's an eighth-grade team that our yeah. 14U played that's really good. Yeah, it's that's it. And I, I was very shocked when that co-op first came down, Larry, yeah. because... Uh, my feeling was Fall Creek was always a very representative baseball team, and Black River, Black River Falls was always that, that matter too for yeah. years and years. Black, yeah. you know, I mean, they have a tremendous facility down at Black River Falls also. So, and I'm just surprised when those two teams co-op. But things happen, you know. And in these small in small schools, you get some small classes, and you never know what happens at Black River. But right. you know, right. so, but you know, I know Black River has got I don't know about for baseball, but they've got they had like 30-some freshmen out for football this year, so maybe their numbers are coming up again. Yeah, so, yeah. So, okay, well, we'll but, see what happens. Yeah, it's, that was a co-op that always surprised me. Yeah, there, so. <laughs> and, and, and the t- the schools that did co-op. Yeah, yeah. I don't it, get the... Uh, I, uh, I would have thought it would be easier for Osseo Fairchild in Fall Creek or yeah. Fall Creek uh, maybe, you know, leave a strum or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Fall Creek, Black River, that's kind that, of a that's distance. That's a haul. That yeah, is a haul. a little bit of a distance yep. there. All right, so let's go to where are they now here on the uh, on the All show right, Larry, this I am going over to Marshfield, Columbus, and talk about Jason Linsmeyer, Larry. Jason is a 1997 graduate of Marshfield, Columbus High School. Jason was a three-year letter winner on the Columbus football team. His sophomore year, the Dons were 10-2 and two and were co-champs of the Central Wisconsin Catholic Conference, qualifying for the WISA playoffs where they would win the WISA Division Three championship that year, defeating Winnebago Lutheran six to nothing in the championship game. Jason would have 12 receptions that year for 175 yards and one touchdown, and that season, Larry, was the last season for legendary Columbus coach oh. Walt Kroll. So okay, that was his been went, that long already. Yeah, 1990. That was 1994. So, wow. And uh, he went out with a championship, one of many. Yeah, one of many. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, okay, Jason's junior year. The Dons were 5-5. Five and five. Jason had 17 receptions for 228 yards and three touchdowns and intercepted three passes on defense. He was named first-team all-conference in the CWCC uh, as a receiver. 
In his senior year, the Dons were 11-1, were CWCC champions qualifying for the WISA D3 playoffs, where they would win the D3 championship, defeating Stevens Point Pacelli in the championship game 42-6. Jason would have 35 receptions for 696 yards and 11 touchdowns that year. He would have four interceptions on defense and would kick 32 extra points and a school record seven field goals that year. He was first-team all-conference in the CWCC on offense, defense, and as a kicker, was a Channel 7 All-Star as a kicker, and honorable mention All-State as a receiver and a kicker, and was chosen to play in the Wisconsin football coaches' high school All-Star game that year. Jason still holds Columbus football records for most receiving yards in a season, 696, touchdown receptions in a game, 3, touchdown receptions in a season, 11, and touchdown receptions in a career, 15. And he also has, holds the record for most field goals in a season at 7. In the winter, Jason was a three-year letter winner on the Columbus basketball team. As a sophomore year, the Dons were 9-14, and 14, and Jason averaged 8 points per game. As a junior, Columbus was 22-4, winning the CWCC and WISA Regional Championships, qualifying for the WISA Division Three State Championship, where they would win the D3 State 3 Championship. Jason would average 16 points per game and was first-team all-conference in the CWCC. Jason's senior year, the Dons were 24-2, winning the CWCC and and WISA Regionals, qualifying for the WISA D3 State Tournament. Too many papers Yeah, again. Uh, (laughs) They would win their second uh, consecutive D3 State Championship that year. Uh, Jason averaged 19 points per game, leading the CWCC in scoring and named first-team All-Conference and uh, Channel 7 All-Star and was honorable mention All-State. He was also named to the Whistler State All-Tournament team. Jason today is seventh all-time leading scorer in Columbus history with 1,097 points and is all-time career-leading rebounder with 551. After graduation, uh, Jason earned an athletic scholarship to play basketball for Winona State University. Jason's freshman year, Winona State was 17-10. Jason averaged 6 points and 3 rebounds per game. His sophomore year, the Warriors were 15-12, and and Jason averaged 7 points and 7 rebounds per game. His junior year, the Warriors were 21-9, winning the Northern Sun Intercollegiate Conference Championship, qualifying for the NCAA uh, D2 tournament where they would lose to Southwest State in the first round. Jason averaged 10 points and 8 rebounds per game, earning honorable mention all-conference. His senior year, the Warriors were 14-13. and 13. Jason averaged 15 points and 9 rebounds per game and was named to the NSIC First Team All-Conference team. For his career at Winona State, Jason is 33rd all-time in scoring with 1,038 points and 8th in rebounds with 551. Jason graduated from Winona State University in 2003 with a bachelor's degree in accounting. Today, Jason is a certified public accountant and tax specialist with Whipley LIP in Madison. Jason resides in Sun Prairie. Jason Lindsmeyer. There you go. Yes. Very good athlete from uh, Columbus Catholic. A lot of of championship experience. Yes, 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 indeed, yes. (laughs) Yeah, they had some uh, good WISA teams back in the day. Oh, boy, you bet. Yeah, they dominated. Yep, yep. All right, uh, speaking of WISA, not WISA, but uh, the WIAC, yeah. I should say, 
Uh, Stevens Point lacrosse, how about that, facing each other <laughs> yeah. for a chance to go to the uh, Division Three World Series? Yeah, he said something. Yeah, wow, I can't believe it. So, but uh, yeah, both teams solid, and it's of course uh, Stevens Point with uh, Logan Matson. Logan Matson, yeah, you know, Coach uh, Dave Matson and Nielsen doesn't have time to go watch this. I don't think. Yeah. so. <laughs> it's Friday afternoon. Well, actually, he will because it's Friday afternoon and Saturday afternoon. Okay. They don't have games, so oh, he, yeah, he, he'll get a chance to go down. It's going to be in lacrosse. Also, I'm skipping a jump. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know if you heard about Logan Matson. He got hit in the face with a pitch. Oh, really? And had some damage. But uh, apparently he's back in the lineup because mm-hmm. pictures I've seen okay. of, of him lately, uh, his jersey's dirty, so <laughs> he must be out there playing. But He's a tough kid. Yes, he is. And he likes, to, the play, tougher. He likes to play baseball. Yes, he does. Yeah, you know, so. speaking of the Wyacks, they did real well in the softball, too. Uh, Coach Scott Byers, Oshkosh team, just missing out on a, a winning their uh, – Regional there. It's so, always tough in that yeah. softball. Lost to Cole by one run mm. in the championship mm. game. But uh, good season for Oshkosh, making the tournament again for Coach Scott Beyer. Uh, Wisconsin men's basketball announced uh, earlier in the week that they're going to have a home-and-home series with Arizona. Okay. Now there's a matchup that's we've seen in, in the NCAA tournament, tournament quite, yeah. a, uh, quite a little. But, uh, yeah, that'll be a nice home-and-home. Home, so. uh, December 9th of this year. And then uh, they're going to make their first-ever appearance in Madison in November of 2024. Yeah. yeah, and you wonder, down the line, where do you think, you know, with UCLA and USC coming to the Big Ten, you wonder where Arizona and Arizona State and these teams will fall eventually. Yeah, they might so be just getting a little, get a little feet wet. Yeah, get a little feet wet. Yeah. <laughs> in <laughs> the Big Ten. A little, little pre, yeah, <laughs> pre-sight yeah. there. So. Oh, interesting, <laughs> interesting. All right, uh, baseball. How about the Brewers lost that first game to the Houston Astros, and now they shut them out two games. Yeah, in a row. I, I was worried. You know, their pitching, starting pitching, is kind of in shambles right now. Larry. Yeah, a lot but of guys on the injured you, list. You know, I, I said you got Woodruff and, and uh, uh, Wade Miley, and uh, and people forget about Aaron Ashby. You know, right. he was counted on, and then uh, Lauer went on it this week. But Colin Ray, good five innings, and on two and. On Tuesday and then uh, yesterday afternoon, Adrian Hauser, second strong appearance for him. He uh, shut Tampa Bay down uh, last Friday. They lost the game one to nothing, but six shutout innings there, and five uh, five and a third shutout innings yesterday against. Uh, um, That's a pretty good hit lineup. Houston, there. yeah, and they shut him out two days in a row. So. Yeah, uh, one guy I want to, you know, you talk about free agent pickups under the radar, but how about Owen Miller? Yeah, here's a guy. Right. You know, I guess when they signed him, I thought, well, here's your utility infielder, maybe occasional spot in the outfield, but he is just hitting since the first of May. He's been one of the top hitters in baseball. So another and, home run yesterday. Yeah, and a home run Tuesday night. So yeah, I didn't think he had that much power. I thought he was more of a punch and Judy hitter, mm. but uh, the last couple of games he's batted fourth in the lineup, I believe. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Damas and uh, Anderson also hitting yeah. home runs yesterday. But so. that's good. They need some right-handed hitting. Yeah, you know, so. yeah. So the Brewers uh, take two out of three, and then yeah. in a series that it, when it first started, you didn't think they were gonna. Yeah, I you know, and the way uh, Houston came in there and knocked Burns around pretty right. good, and and uh, you know, I thought, oh boy, this is gonna be a long three days, and the, but now you got you got a two-game winning streak going on, and you got the Giants coming in for four games this weekend, so. And then next week you go up to Toronto for a three-game set. So talk about heavy-hitting teams. So yeah, they get to see uh, Dalton Varshow. Dalton Varshow, you bet. Up I in guess Toronto. I think he's, he's off to a pretty good start up there. I haven't heard, but so. So they have the uh, the Giants coming in. Yeah. 
Ah, for four games. Four games. So it starts uh, this evening already. Tonight. Okay. All right. Well, that's a... Looks like good weather. Maybe they'll have the roof open down there. Yeah. Things will happen. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Always better. Yeah. We did sign uh, Julio Terreron to a major league contract, and he's, he hasn't been pitching in the major leagues for a while, but there's talk that he's going to go right into the starting rotation, possibly. Well, yeah, they got nobody. They, got nobody. they don't seem to want to bring up any of their kids from the minors, and maybe they don't have anybody that's ready either. Yeah, so. yeah. So, but. Yeah, and some of those, I know Woodruff, he's on the 60 now. 60. And so is Ashby. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be a yeah. while before you get those. And, games you know, uh, Miley has a, uh, what, the lack or whatever they call it. You know, someone is back. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. lack. The lat, yeah, lat muscle, yeah. And, yep. and uh, Lauer with the shoulder, you don't know anything about You don't know about that either. You know, that, that might be, you, you never know how that's going to end right. up. But uh, my guess is about the only one that might come back anytime soon would be Miley. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, so. But well, cross our fingers for that because we'll they need. Yeah, hopefully, need, hopefully these guys like Hauser and, and Ray Peralta's pitching quite well. Yeah, a little disappointed in Corbin Burns, Larry. I don't think. Yeah, I don't he, know what's going I don't on know with what's him this going year. On, but uh, he, you know, last year he wasn't quite like he was in 2021. He's still pretty good, but he hasn't been himself at all this year. He's not. He's not throwing strikes like he was before. A lot no. of pitches. Early. I so. wonder if it has anything to do with the, the contract dispute. <laughs> that was in the beginning of the year. You hope it wouldn't be. You know, you hope the professionals wouldn't be like right, that. But right. you know, I said he was one of the most outspoken ones last year when Josh Hader was yeah, traded, right. and now uh, a trivial deal over his contract, which I fault both sides on. You know, they were close enough together that they should have been able, able to come out with an agreement, but. They let it go to arbitration, and that leads to bad feelings. Yeah, so, yeah. And ever so. since, it seems like it just, just hasn't, hasn't been the no, same. No, it just hasn't been the same. So, no. so. Uh, The NFL announced Monday that the Packers are going to host the NFL draft in 2025. And, and this is a big deal. Yeah. This is really a big deal, Larry. You're talking uh, almost a quarter million people descending on the Fox Valley. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're talking about generating close to $100 million statewide and another $20 million locally, you know. So it, this is a big, big oh, deal. Yeah. And they're really going to get a chance to show off title town here. Yep, so, yep, so, yep. So. And uh, they haven't finalized everything yeah. yet, but they say the main portion of the event is expected to take place on the Lambeau Field and title town campus, so okay. right in that area. Yeah, right in that area. Yeah. Everything is going to pretty yeah. much take place. Yeah, I, I don't know how else you would do it. You know, yeah. You, you spent all this to get title town ready. you got to show it off. And, of course, you know, Lambeau Field is a uh, crown jewel, too. Right, so, right. You know, so. Because I know Kansas City, where'd they do it at? Some it's like train downtown, station or something? downtown or yeah. someplace. It, it, wasn't it wasn't anywhere near their stadium. Know, but then you got to remember the stadiums there are away from town a little right, bit. Too. Right, right. Yeah. Know, so, you know, you want to be in the population center. Well, Lambeau Field and, and Titletown are probably right smack of where they want to do it. So, yeah, so. yeah. Um, And next year's draft will be in Detroit. Yep. April 25th through the 27th. Yeah, yeah, if it's anything like what happened with this year, Kansas City had over uh, 300,000 people yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, 320,000 they estimate. So, yeah, I think this 240 might be even lower because I, I can see the whole old state going over there because just to see it. Yeah, you know? so right. I, I would yeah. love to go. Yeah. You know, I just. And next year, no, not next year. That would be the next year after that. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say next year's draft is a big quarterback yes, draft. Yes. So <laughs> that would really be good to have. Yeah. That one there. And we'll know more about George Love then, too. By yes, the way. yes. <laughs> we'll know more about him. <laughs> yeah. They also, well, another, um, they had another kicker in camp, 
Eckler. Oh, you know, really? They drafted Andrews Carr, but they released him so to put, uh, put up, make room for a running back. So the only kicker they have in camp for the OTAs was Andrews Carlson. Okay. So, so All right. I think they're putting a lot put, on this kid's shoulders. A lot of stock but, on him. But, uh, that seems to be uh, people seem to be going to younger kickers because. Denver cut Brad Brandon McManus this week too. So, okay. So and and there's a guy that's been well when when uh, their former kicker the Packers yeah Mo, uh, Mason Crosby Mason Crosby came in he was a rookie yep so yep. yeah and he didn't last and he lasted a lot longer than any kicker that you know, yeah he, so he he was a rookie in 2007 and so he had a heck of a career. Now where does Carlson come from again? Auburn, I believe. Auburn. Is it, is it? So he hasn't kicked in the cold weather too no, much. No, his brother was from Auburn. I mean, I'm not, I thought I thought he was from Auburn also. I'm not okay. sure, but I, well, but hopefully you can get used to that. His brother Daniel kicked for Auburn. No, no. Um, of course, he had a little deal up in Minnesota where he didn't do very good. No, but now he's been with the Raiders for a couple of seasons. He's straightened out. He's one of the best kickers in the NFL now. Well, so. hopefully his brother's the same. And this kid's big. He's six six. Yeah, I heard he's tall. So, yeah. So. Uh, the NFL also voted on Tuesday. For a one-year trial of an enhanced touchback rule on kickoffs, okay, so the uh, that will give the receiving team the ball on its own twenty-five with a fair catch of a kickoff anywhere behind that yard line. Okay, kind of like the college. College, yep. that's what it is. Exactly. Kind of like the college rule. Yeah, so. They're looking to hope to uh, reduce uh, concussions, and yeah. they're thinking that the rate of uh, returns is going to drop from thirty-eight percent to thirty-one percent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there aren't that many anymore. You know, first no. of all, first of all, a lot of letters so, roll it in. Yeah, so many are so many go in the end zone yeah. anyway because these right. guys are such strong legs. But uh, you know, like uh, when Nixon returned that one for the Packers, I believe that was their first return for a touchdown since 2015 <laughs> or something. Time, yeah. You know, so it's and it might be another five or six years before it happens yeah. again. Yeah. But that's the biggest thing. And then you know, they're kicking off from the 35 and they're kicking them so high. And the, the teams get down. You're, you're putting your fastest gunners down there, and they're getting oh, yeah. down there pretty quick, yep, too. So yep. teams don't seem to be minding starting from the 25. No, no, no. Let's see. NBA playoffs. How about the Denver Nuggets making it for the first well, time in their history you to know, the Larry, final? Th- this series was closer than it seemed, though. There was three games that could have went either way yeah, there. So. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Denver opened a lot of eyes, though, by going for, going in L.A. and winning those last two games, though. So. You know the Lakers played pretty well. Yes, they did. For yeah. you know the team that yeah. everybody thought they had. Yeah, you know LeBron's. You know that. You know there's a team that had to get in through the playoffs, play playing games. Playing, yeah. You know, much like Miami, but uh, yeah, they've gotten strong. But LeBron was hurt a lot during the season. So was Davis. They're healthy now. They made a couple of key moves. During, yeah, they during, did. And and. And they made themselves a better defensive club, and they were ready for a run, and they've got enough talent to do it. But Denver, just uh, they're fun to watch. Yeah, you know? they are. Uh, they play very – for a Western Conference team, they play very physical. And, that, and of course, I don't think the Lakers, that fits their style either. But, no, uh, no. So, but, and Jokic is something to watch. Yeah, it's a possibility. They're, they're going to have a pretty good long rest here if Boston has anything to say about it. So Yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens with that series. Yeah, I said, you know, Boston uh, – uh, Tuesday night, I I, I kind of thought they were the way they played in Game Three, Larry. I thought they had yeah. packed her up. Yeah, but I give them a lot of credit. They came back and really played well in Game Four. They sh- but they f- finally shot threes well too. Yeah, they've been really struggling from the threes, and it, it took till the fourth Game Four that Tatum made a field goal in the fourth period. Yeah, right. They made nothing in the first three games, but. Uh, but can they win three in a row? I, I, I actually four in a row. Yeah, yeah. And they have three more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I. That's tough. Yeah. Uh, 
Jimmy Butler's still on the other side, and Denver's still playing hard. Yes, you might go up to Boston, win one, but then you still got to go back down to Miami. So, yeah, so, yeah. But uh, we'll see. You know, Celtics got the, ta- the talent to do it. Yeah. And I'll bet you Denver's just cheering that they make it, yeah, make it longer. At least, at least longer, seven longer. games. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else we got to. Uh, just, it's. Get into? Uh, Graduation weekend yeah. uh, and 23 here in Nilso. Um, special congratulations to my oldest grandson, Gunnar Hoffman. He and his classmates will graduate Saturday. Congratulations to all them and all the uh, graduates from around the area. Yeah, so, so, and, 2023 graduates. Yeah, so hard to believe. I can remember when they were all in 4K. So Yeah, isn't that something <laughs> how that goes? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, and it looks like a nice weekend. Yes, for graduation, abs- absolutely. Yeah, beautiful weekend. Yeah, sounds like it'll be out on the football field. So, oh well, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't get out there very often no, for no, Nilsville. No, no, not Nilsville. So, no, a lot of times uh, it's on the old so, uh, in the old field yeah, house where yeah, it's hot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've been in there too. So, so, so anyway, yeah. Hopefully, everybody has a safe and, yes. and fun Memorial Day weekend, and we'll be back next week with lots of sports, a lot of stuff going on. Yep. All right, that'll be uh, it for this week in Two Guys on Sports. I'm Larry Hazer. I'm Dick Olson. And we'll talk to you next week. Yeah.